0: May Roasted is powered by betonline.ag. It's the NBA and Stanley Cup Finals. Support our podcast by making a wager on your pick by going to www.clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and using promo code CLNS50 for 50% cash back on the first deposit.
1: What's up, traps trap do
0: Random M.A. Roasted podcast today. It's me and the wean dog. What's up, dude? One of my favorite people in the world, man. You really are. uh, Really? You're you're the backbone
1: of the podcast. I am, and uh, (laughs) let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's your goddamn birthday today, so this is a special episode. I'm 41 years old. I'm (laughs) fucking old, man. When I was younger, I used
0: to be like 40. You're like... You're an adult. Yeah. You know, I. It's just crazy to think I'm an adult.
1: Well, um, when I think about being forty or fifty, I get like anxiety dude, because it's like you're over. You're you're halfway dead basically. Uh, thank if, you, if, man. If you're I, lucky.
0: what a great birthday present. Thank if you, if you so lucky. much, Ween Dog. Uh, yeah, I'll listen. But you know what's gonna stay me young? Stay, just gonna keep me young? I'll tell you what's gonna keep me young. Nature's oils online. Yeah, a lot of people are hesitant to try hemp derived CBD because. Uh, they don't know where to start. There's so many different products and brands. It's hard to know which product is right for you, how much to take, when to take it, when you're getting too much. We'll check it out. This family-owned business not only provides the highest quality U.S.-grown hemp-derived CBD products, they also give personal guidance on choosing the right product and finding a dose that works for you. Their hemp is grown in the U.S. without the use of pesticides, and it's mixed with organic MCT coconut oil. Each batch is third-party lab-tested and... Uh, You could check it out all their stuff on their website all the results. They have a a variety of products including full spectrum or whole plant hemp oil extract Hemp-derived isolate tinctures hemp and emu oil pain balm, which I use and full-spectrum CBD dog shoes which my dog is like 14 years old. He was used for bait for pit bull fighting. He's got like a missing ear He's in a lot of pain. I give him this stuff. He runs around like a puppy Mm -hmm. It's the greatest thing. Yeah, so all their products are available at naturesoilsonline.com. And that includes free shipping within the continental of the US. Call them directly at 469-525-3131. That's 469-525-3131. And they, order, they offer a 15% discount off their already reasonable prices. Make sure you check out with the code ADAM15, 15%. Also, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California, okay? Don't go to the dispensary. Get into your car. Get into an accident. Wait online. Feel like a jackass. Watch the guy hit on the the bud tender for six hours in front of you. R- run into people. No, get it delivered. Your time is is valuable. They will deliver weed right to you. They deliver CBD, weed. They deliver. Uh, all kinds of edibles, uh, marijuana, coffee, marijuana, uh, sparkling water, you THC sex lube, which me and my wife use. Listen, mm-hmm. I highly recommend speedweed.com. Mention roasted. You get $10 off a hundred dollars or more. Mention roasted. Check it out. Speedweed. Follow them at speedweed. They're really, really good people. So I got back from New York yesterday. Yeah, dude, dude, you forget how crazy New York is. So I go there, I leave on Wednesday night and, uh, and then I get in Thursday morning, and these guys from college that I didn't even really know that well, like they were in a fraternity that I wasn't in, and, but they were cool guys. In the dorms, I used to hang out with them. And they're like, they call me up. They're like, hey, man, we do this thing where we get together with someone from our past, and we each bring in somebody every six months. What can we do to get you to be our guy? This guy, Adam, calls me up. I'm like, uh, and it sounds a little sketchy. Uh, I don't know. Am I, am, I, am I an escort? Like, what's going on? And they're like, well, we'd love to have you. They're like, how about we pay for your hotel next time you're in New York? So I'm like, all right. So they put me up at this, like, great hotel. In, wow. in the, and I was already there anyway. And then I had dinner with these guys. And it was a great time. They didn't even know I didn't finish college. They thought I was, I was only there two years. They thought I, I was there for all four years. And then wow. one guy... It was like, did you steal my weed that year? I'm like, no, I did not. I had like an account with some guy. I was like, but... uh, How do they even remember that? Yeah. Like, why does that stay in your memory? Yeah. Then they were telling me one time when I I asked to like borrow a porno and they're like, it's in the VCR. And I just took the whole VCR. I didn't even remember it. I had a great time with these guys. Like, it was a blast. I I did feel a little weird. Like, I was being brought in to like entertain them. But it's like, you
1: you ever see those movies where it's like a rich... Like family or friend get together and they're all supposed to bring one guest. And yeah. it's all just to make fun of like the retarded guests that they brought. Did you feel like that was <laughs> all a
0: little that? bit? I, I did feel like I was, they were like, they all wanted to know about my life. Like, they all got married to their college. Sweethearts, uh-huh. you know, and they were I'm like, how bored are you guys They're like pretty bored? Yeah, <laughs> but it was they, they live in Long Island. They have like houses with kids and stuff They were yeah. all asking me about like my time and I did warm up for the Playboy channel or this or that or just it was fun It was a good time. That's I had a re- good dude, and then the shows were great I forgot about New York crowds, man I did a show at Gotham on Thursday, which was awesome And then I did three shows on Friday in mm-hmm. three different places at the the West Side Comedy Club Then I did four shows on Saturday I mean, one show was at twelve forty-five at night. It started at twelve forty-five. All hour-long shows? No, no, just twenty-minute sets. Okay, but it was, uh, I, you know, when I lived in New York, I never got paid. I would do comedy for free for eight years in New York. So of it was course. nice getting like actual getting money for like for comedy. Yeah, dude. It was. I was like, this is crazy. In you your get, home city. Yeah. So and it was awesome. Like doing shows. Like Russmane was on a show, and Greg Rogel, like great, great comedians were on certain shows, and so that was great. Um, Aaron Berg was on a show. And I, it was it was fun. It was actually like my friends came. One girl came. She's like, "Hey, do you remember me? This like hot Indian girl." I'm like, uh, <laughs> that, "No." That happens to do at every show, right? Well, that, but I was like, <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm thinking like, please say that you don't have a kid. Like, yeah. we have a kid or oh, something. Yeah, you know, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, "No." She's like, "Yeah, you, I met you. You you, you served me a shot when you were a shot boy." I was like, "Oh my god!" That was a shot boy. I was a shot boy at a, like a nightclub in, in, in back in the in the nineties or two thousand. I was I was I was at the Culture Club. It was like three floors of an eighties club. Like there was like a fake boy George, and it was like crazy. It was all bridge and tunnel and hot sorority girls. And uh-huh. I would make all this cash, and like girls would I would like take these shots, and I put them by my crotch, and girls would be like on their knees taking them. It was nice, those dude. were good times where I put it in my mouth. And then put it into their mouth. Like, oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah, I was, I'm surprised I didn't get like all kinds of herpes. But, yeah, but it was fun. Uh, and this girl reminded me. Of me. She's like, she's like my. She's like, yeah, I remembered you, and I looked you up. I found out you were here. She's like, what? You, you want to get a drink afterwards? I was like, I can't. I got another show, and I'm married, and yada yada. I didn't say I was married, but I was married. You know, yeah. I am married. So, yeah. um I should have said I was married. But I was like, I got another show, so I just left and. Uh, But that was crazy. And then a bunch of kids from my high school came. How does she even... Did she know your name? Like, how does that even happen? (laughs) I have no idea. I used to give up my business cards back in the day uh, when I was... It was some 20 years ago. I mean, literally 20 years ago. Wow. And and then... uh, 41. I was 21. I was probably 23, 24. Maybe maybe 25. So it was like 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then... um, and then this girl who was my wrestling manager from high school, I had impetigo going into my ce- my senior year, going mm. to nationals, and like nothing was curing it and the, except for this girl's like zit cream, uh, oh. and it actually cured my thing. So she came to the show. So that's her friend Stephanie, so it was I saw a bunch of old Whoa, friends. that's
1: crazy! Yeah, yeah. People from the past are showing
0: up. That's gonna freak you out a bit, right? Uh, a little bit. Um, just because I feel like uh, I don't want to. I feel like I'm being judged a little bit. Like. Yeah. But a lot of people came to my shows from the past, and they were like, "Man, you really, you know, made the right choice by, you know, taking a risk and going doing what you did, and not being a sheep and not going down the regular path of just mm-hmm. everyone else of just, you know, going into finance or whatever it is or and boring
1: office job. Yeah, yeah, office
0: job and getting the getting married to or whatever. Like I, I, really went the other way, mm-hmm. and you know, I tell my friends, I'm like, yeah, but you guys have houses. I'm, I'm like renting, you know. So, I, I'm still a, it, was a, it was a big struggle. It's always still a struggle, but it's nice that people say that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the grass is always greener, and I, I don't regret anything. And I'm, like, I do a job that I love to do. How many people
1: get to do that? Not yeah, many. Right. I mean, I actually, I, I'm blessed when I get work. And just think of all the people you know, like in person, you can call friends, like people that your friends that from growing up would watch on TV and like dream of hanging out with these people. And now you're, they're your friends. They're in your contacts list on your phone. You can hang out with them whenever you but
0: want. But I still look at like, I still look up and I look at like Theo Vaughn or Rogan or someone. I'm like, oh, I got to get there. Yeah. So that that's the almost the problem with some success is that you have to like... You have, to be, you have to look down to where you came from and be happy that you're where you're at. And you have to look up. But you can't look up all the time because then you're never going to be happy with where you are. Mm-hmm. It's like I read some book called like, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And it talked about yeah. how how... You know, certain people, they think, oh, when I finally get there and I get there and I get there and I get there, then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. So they spend like 99% of their life trying to get to this certain place. They might get it, it might not. And then when they're there, they're like, oh shit, what about, I just wasted my whole life thinking I was gonna be happy when I got there and I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. The the trick is to be happy throughout the whole journey. And that's hard to do. It is very hard. And it's it's really hard to do also when you, you have people that are constantly comparing you to other people. Right. Like people look at me and they might say, oh, where's Adam Hunter, like what's he doing? You know, years ago he was on Last Comic Standing or he was this, or they're comparing me to look, look how far this Schlesinger got and how, look where he is and she's got these, so, or they say, oh, why aren't you on this? Or why don't you go on Rogan's podcast? Or This one's blowing up. The, the thing is to not listen to those people. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because now everyone has a voice. Mm-hmm. Before Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, you could just shut all those people out. Right. But now everybody comes at you and they go, oh, aren't you pissed that Brendan Schaub has a Showtime special and you don't? No, I'm really not pissed at that. Brendan Schaub has his own route and I have my own road. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, uh, I know that when I finally do get the success that i'm trying to, to achieve is people are like holy shit this is really good yeah you know uh i haven't seen shao special so I, I can't comment on it yeah me either but um i've read some of, well, anyway the, the, the point is is that i have to like just look at my own you know it's like what uh, Sinbad said when horses are racing they put blinders on them so they can't see the other horses and that's kind of like what you have to do in your right. career exactly is have, is have blinders
1: on and anyway, how you doing man uh I'm recovering from last night. Um, it was the, the series finale of Game of Thrones. Uh, how was that? It was, uh, it was probably one of the biggest pieces of shit ever to air on television. Why is that? So, you know, Game of Thrones It's the biggest show. In I've never tel- watched it. Yeah. I know, but I'm just trying to explain it to someone. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I know you haven't seen it. It's the biggest show of all time. Right. Eight seasons. This is the eighth season, the final season. Each episode costs $15 million to make. It's a huge, huge show. It's beloved. It's an amazing story. Yeah. It's the, the best show of all time. But this final season, each season is normally 10 episodes. This episode was reduced to six episodes. And each episode was like an hour and a half. So it was extremely rushed. And it was just a terrible ending for such an amazing show. And fans hate it. Everybody hates it. It's just very, very depressing. Um, I, it, oh, my God, dude. So I'm looking to, for some support groups. I don't know which drug I want to try out now to get over this. Really? Pain. Yeah. I mean, what, what could have been better? Um, so I don't want to spoil it, but it's just, it was very, very stupid, dude. It's just very stupid. Now, I mean, anything could have been better with the way these two dudes, because uh, the show is created by these two dudes, Dave and Dave, whatever their names are, but they they got an offer to go do new Star Wars movies. So yeah. they, they just wrapped up Game of Thrones. It was supposed uh, to be 10 seasons long, and it was reduced to eight seasons. So they're like, oh, fuck Game of Thrones. Let's just wrap it up and go work on Star Wars. So they're going to go fuck up Star Wars some more. Can't wait for that. Uh, so fuck fuck you guys. Idiots. God.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I man, that's my weekend. Nice, Nothing.
1: nice. And what's going on with the girl? Uh, yeah, we had sex twice uh, in two days in a row. Nice. Um, she's a very uh, heavy uh, squirter, <laughs> like heavily. <laughs> like It's like, it's like squirter the type of squirting you see in in porn and you know i know it's not piss it's not urine because it doesn't smell like piss you know piss has a very very uh finite smell that you can you know yeah, yeah, yeah it's just it's very very strange and i don't know what the hell this is it's coming out i don't know where it's stored in her body but it's literally like a gallon of squirt a gallon I mean, of squirt yes it just comes and out this is like, on her bed or on your bed on my bed two nights in a row dude all over my bed and okay it's no big deal it's just you know, that's I'm, good that you're making a squirt right yeah dude i mean i, I you know. Know, I got the magic touch. It's coming out like just shooting out of her? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like streams. It's like it, it lasts. While you're, going, like, all you're having sex with her, while you're going down on her, or what? Just, yeah, while well, having sex, you know, yeah. or reverse cowgirl, and it's just like everywhere. It's like it's it lasts like two minutes long, like the entire squirting thing. I'm like sitting there like, because it's <laughs> very hot for like the first 10 seconds. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, what's going on? So she's here? like a sprinkler. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. But, you know, I, I like that stuff. Of course. I'm, a dirty, I'm a dirty bitch. And we're at the point in our relationship where it's like, you know, we, got, we sort of have sex because we have to have sex just to get it over with and yeah. we'll go like, watch TV or something. You know, I don't know if you're there yet in your relationship. but um, We have to have sex to what? Just to, like just to have it, you know? You just got to do it. Got to get it over with. Yeah, both I think that up. there's like
0: a lot of different kinds of sex. There's like passionate sex. You're both in the hot and the mood. Then there's like sex where you know, you kind of, like, you need to get off. And then there's sex where you know that she needs to get off. Yeah. And then there's sex where, like, you just have to connect. Yeah. And then, But then there's an obligation sex, I feel like, where you're like, why haven't we had sex in a couple of weeks? What's wrong with so us? So we have to do it. So, or, yeah, and then there's, you know, you have to, yeah, it's,
1: uh, it's, all, it's all good. Well, sex let me tell good. you this that will spice up your, really, let me give you some sex advice. Sure, Adam. please. So I got this app. On my phone. Yep. It's called, like, the Couples Dating a uh, Couple Game. Couples games is a very, like, yeah. secretive title. But what it is, it's, like, sex games for you and your partner to play. It's yeah. basically just truth or dare, but, like, super sexy stuff. And I paid for the full version. It was, like, 10 bucks. And like, there's different tiers of, like, sexiness. There's, like, soft, which is, like, normal, one. and then it goes hard, and then, you know, it gets up to, like, I don't know what the hardest one is. But one of them was uh, put uh, an ice cube in your partner's ass until it melts. Hey, hold so on.
0: hold on, what's up? Um, I want you to repeat this. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna videotape this. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. Just record
1: okay,
0: so,
1: uh, it. Let me know when you're ready. Hold
0: on, ready,
1: ready, and just keep going. Okay, so there is uh, an app on the iPhone, on the App Store. It's called.
0: Fuck hold on, hold on. <laughs> it. This is annoying. It's like, Instagram, Instagram yeah, and, Stories. Yeah, go on. Ready and. The best is like sometimes I'll be like, hey, let me take a video of you, and everyone thinks it's like a
1: photo, and then you're yeah. just
0: holding it like like an asshole. Yeah.
1: All right, ready. Let's do it. And go. All right, so go on. So there's an app on the App Store on my on the Apple i Apple App Store, Google Play It's probably on both of them. It's called like Couples Game, Couple Games is a very discreet title. Uh, it's uh it's just a game. It's like Truth or Dare. You press a button and it does a little spin and you pick Truth or Dare. And I was playing with my girlfriend and we picked uh, Dare and it told her to uh to put an ice cube. In my, in my ass, you know, in my asshole, uh, until it melts, until it fully melts. So I said, all right, no big deal. I'm always up for trying something new. So I got into the ice cube. I put it in my ass. Or she put it in my ass. I was, like, handcuffed, you know. It, at first, it's very, very shocking because it's very, very cold and uncomfortable. But after your body gets used to the cold, it's very, very pleasurable. And I was very, very – at first, my erection went immediately down because it's so cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after a bit, I was like, damn, dude, this is hot. My dick got hard, and then you just just, you put that ice cube up my ass, and you know I'm into ice play now.
0: Okay, you're the ass play.
1: Ice play, like ice play. Yeah, ice play. All
0: right, that's good. Yeah. Ice ass play. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, let's talk about some of the fights this week, Uh, since uh, we've got to cover that. You're you're, here. All right, so (laughs) Julio Arce knocked out Arosa. You see that one? It was a crazy kick to the head. Was R- that C- UFC? Was the, UFC was the first fight of the night. Oh, I don't, I don't think I saw that one. Uh, Zach Cummings. Yeah. Uh, they keep putting him undefeated against against guys. That he's the underdog, and he just he just he's just a worker it was man. A guillotine choke, right? He got yeah, out. guillotine. Yeah. He took the guy down. It was awesome. By yeah. the way, there was a. Uh, we'll talk about the RDA fight, but whoever's working ESPN needs to like learn some because they were like watch Arce choke out Kevin Lee with a headlock. Arse? I mean, not I mean RDA. To, with a headlock oh. I'm like it was a
1: guillotine it was not a headlock yeah yeah but uh, c- come on also I noticed Paul Felder, Paul Felder's commentating was a little off. Really? It was very strange. He was like saying some weird stuff that really didn't make sense. He was like kind of embarrassing himself about it. Like what? I can't remember because my memory is very bad, but I just remember like noticing. Maybe somebody listening will uh, be on my side on this, but he he always hasn't been my favorite commentator. Yeah. He's kind of nerdy, kind of dorky. And I don't know about having like fighters that are actively fighting in the UFC be commentators. I know it works for DC. Because he's, he's so good at it. Dominic but, Cruz is great at it. Yeah, I mean, Dominic hasn't fought in like 17 years because he's always injured. <laughs> he gets injured while commentating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you feel about fighters commentating while they're It depends. Fighting? I don't
0: have a problem with it. I, you know, that one guy they had that they brought in from somewhere from the WWE was a little
1: strange. Uh, oh, um... Yeah, he only commentated for like a few months, and then yeah, he was out. I don't know where he his name. He was a he was rough. Yeah, I know, I'm sad that got rid of Jimmy Smith too. Jimmy Smith was perfect. Yeah, he was a
0: great commentator. He's yeah. doing Invicta now. He'll be fine. Jimmy yeah. Smith will always get a job, I think. But that was a little strange. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like look. I like PFL commentators. They have Randy, Eve, and um, the other guy who who was a fighter who is, isn't anymore. Who won the guy who won the million dollars? I forgot his name. But he, he's does good. I think that Bellator, I like Mauro Ronaldo, but a lot of people don't like the way he commentates. I like him. You know, he's like, oh, he's on like a leaky faucet or something. He's always making these
1: like ridiculous yeah. things. Which it's I funny, like, dude. It's entertaining.
0: You know, I, I yeah, I even like Chavello, uh, who's crazy. I think the best commentator out there is uh, Pat Militich. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, he knows his stuff like No Tomorrow. Um, sometimes I like Dominic cause will be like, he, he'll tell you like, yeah, he's not going to get this ch- choke. Like he'll tell you exactly what's going to happen and yeah. then it
1: happens and I'm like, wow, Dominic knows this shit. Yeah. But it doesn't bother me. I think right now I, I really, really like Bellator's uh, commentating team. I like Big John. I yeah. like, I like, uh, uh, what's his name? Rano Morello. Memorial, Ronaldo Morello. Morello, Ronaldo, yeah, yeah. I like that dude, um, I like Mike Goldberg is still over there still. Yeah, Bellator does a good yeah, job. Yeah, they too. have a very good commentating team. It's just it's it's strange because UFC's commentating team is like so different every single fight. Every time. Yeah, yeah. they have like their England fight uh, commentating team. Oh, like, I like that. I, I like think Bisping. Hardy does a great job. Yeah, Bisbing's commentating now yeah, too. Yeah, Bisbing does also. Yeah. And so does
0: the other guy. The other guy from England is, is also good. I forgot his name. Brian Fitzgerald. No, I think he's not from England, but he does a good job also. Yeah, Fitz. He yeah he he gave me a shout out with Bisbing. That was the best. Yeah. Yeah, I'll love that guy forever. So Grant Dawson, who we're gonna have on the podcast later, he won. Yeah, he he fought the guy that won the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Um, and he looked great. Yeah, because he was getting rocked a little bit, and then he went right for the wrestling, took the guy. And I like this guy. He's got ADHD. He was homeschooled. He's got a cute girlfriend slash they're engaged. I like everything about this kid. He's good, dude. And he's really good. He's really good. He's really good. Um, Ed Herman, Pat Cummings. You watched that fight? Yeah. Pat Cummings, <laughs> has he won since he had, like started fighting, dressing like a nineteen twenties bare knuckle boxer.
1: Oh, no, I don't f- know, dude. I feel like that mustache is, doesn't do him any justice. I think his mustache is like gassing him out, dude. I think it's just too much fur on his face, just gassing him out. He got knee and he just like rolled back. It was like, I th- and then it looked like it didn't
0: even hit him. It uh-huh. hit him right in the top of the head. Mm. Oh, that was a good fight, but like they were going at it. Yeah, they were going at it. Yeah, dude. Man, poor Pat Cummins. Cause I like Pat Cummins. I do. Too. I've hung out with him before. I, I remember he was living with Mayhem. Back when mm. Mayhem was crazy, and he was like, "This fucking place is nuts." I mean, uh, dude, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> and then he like went to jail for like raiding someone's dorm room for a year. Really? Him and some other guy, Eric Bradley, they were, PS, P- Penn State graduates. They were both great wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They went back to visit, went into these like frat boys' house and like fucked it up these frat houses, and they got ar- arrested. And they had like a year in like prison. Not, not in prison, like
1: in jail. Okay.
0: He said it was like just like weekend jail, but still, he wants to go there. I don't I mean, that's like, just
1: like normal college kid shit, dude. Yeah. Going, that sucks. But, but yeah, man.
0: But Pat's got to get some kind of a winning streak. Or go to Rise and take roids or something, because something's
1: not right. Do you think he's just not relying on his wrestling as much as he should be? Because did he beat Daniel Cormier in a wrestling match? He never
0: beat him. He like supposedly did well against him in practice, but still uh-huh. would have lost. But then wow. Cormier started crying. And he said and then he started saying, I made him cry, and that got him under his skin. Even though Cormier won, he was still crying because he didn't beat him as much as he should have. Oh my god. Some kind of strange story. People say in the gym, Pat Cummings is a monster. Like yeah. no one beats him in the gym. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if his chin's gone or the camp or he's not focused. I don't know. Does he fight at two oh five? So I know he has a lot of like
1: ex- excess like body fat and muscle. I don't
0: know. I don't know what the deal is. I just know that Pat Cummings, Let's look at his his, uh, his stats.
1: He has like that juicy muscle, not like the the like the um like rock hard muscle. It's like that juicy muscle where it's like I feel like he can drop down to like maybe one eighty five or one seventy. You know, maybe, Unless, maybe he's already fighting there. I don't know what, what uh, weight class he fights at, but he just looks like I mean, a, that
0: knee, he was winning before that knee happened. Yeah, I mean he was beating up Ed Herman pretty mm. bad. I mean, he was doing well. I don't know if was be- but now he's ten and seven. I remember when he was like eight and zero. When he was like before the Cormier fight, no one would even come close to beating him. He was, yeah, he wasn't beating the best guys. He was beating guys and you know, and going at the Cormier. But he's now lost three in a row. Man, and he's was- been uh, he lost to Ed Herman. He got knocked out. He got choked out by Misha Serkinov. He lost to Corey Anderson. He beat G- John Belate and Jan Blakovic. So, mm-hmm. and then before that, he lost to uh, Little Nog. Glebert Teixeira. I mean, he's fighting monsters. OSP. He beat Rafael Cabacante. He beat um Shoeface. But I, d- I don't know if they're going to keep him 3-0. I mean, 0-3 in the last three.
1: 0-3, no, yeah. Uh, uh, that's going to be rough. I mean, I feel like uh, this is just what I've noticed. The UFC has not been like, cut happy recently. There's so many fighters that have massive losing streaks that are just still hanging around the UFC. I don't know if it's because of their name Well, some what. guys like
0: BJ Penn...
1: Yeah, his seventh fight losing streak, right? Hasn't yeah. won since 1924, you know? So,
0: um, Michelle Pereira, that guy is awesome. The
1: Brazilian dude? Yes. Yeah, who came out. He's, oh, he's, my like, God. on the way to the octopus. And they the were hyping
0: him, yeah. like, you gotta see this guy. And I was like, oh, another one. And then he really did it. He did, like, a front flip
1: and yeah. a car wheel. Yep. And, I mean, he's it was crazy. Yeah, he did the, uh, the... The running off the cage kick thingy. Yeah,
0: no, this dude, I can't wait to see him again. I mean, I don't know how he's going to do it against a wrestler that just takes him down and mm-hmm. grounds him. Because Danny Roberts seemed like he was made for him. Yeah. But that was insane. Yeah, dude. The, there were like, people say he belongs in the circus. I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? But then after watching it, I'm like, yeah, I could see why. But he was doing a miss. I wanted, that was crazy. Yeah,
1: dude. And you know they're going to give him a fight soon, too. I love we're, this been, guy. He's in a fight again in the summertime. We already know that.
0: Desmond Green won. That was uh, kind of a boring fight, but yeah. he won. Aspen Ladd continues to impress me. Yeah, dude. I was not that impressed with her in the beginning. I was like, eh, then she missed weight. Oh, Did she miss weight for this fight? No, like a couple fights ago. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't know about this one. But then when she beat Tanya Avenger, beat someone else, and just beat Sahara Eubanks. I mean, mm-hmm. Sahara Eubanks is a monster. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. She kept missing weight and yada yada, but... I mean, she, Aspen Ladd went toe-to-toe with her. Yeah.
1: She's the real deal. And she's very cute. I mean, I think I got a little thing for Aspen Ladd. She, she's not like a, you know, like a supermodel, but there's something about her. She's kind of cute. She got a little thickness to her. She got a nice little soft voice, you know. Yeah. She you has know. a
0: little thickness to her. Yeah, a little thickness. You yeah, know. yeah, It's not too much thickness. But, no. You know. And then uh, Dobby Ramos beat Austin Hubbard. I, didn't, I don't remember that fight too much. Um, I'll tell you, Charles Oliveira beat Nick Lentz. That sucked. I like Nick Lance. Yeah,
1: man. But good thing for Charles because he's looking unstoppable yeah. lately. Nick also yeah.
0: did like a fake tap that was kind of
1: weird. Like, yeah, I saw that. It was like a one tap. He's Are like, you allowed he, to tap once? I, I mean, if, no, right? I wouldn't think so because that can yeah. mean you're going out if you yeah. tap once.
0: <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to
1: either. And then he got kicked in the head, though, when he was on his knees. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I hate when referees give warnings, dude. Like, for stuff like that that can drastically alter the course of the fight, because you don't know how that affected him, especially for, like, severe nut shots, dude. Can you imagine fighting after he's got kicked hard in the balls? You have to take a point. There, you sh- there should be no warnings on that shit. So you think shit. that Nick should have been rewarded a point for, after he got kicked in the head? Yeah, dude. That's freaking—that sucks. That's, like—you oh, know how bad that hurts to get kicked that close yeah. in, in the face, dude? I don't know, but, I mean, he definitely... Oliveira was looking amazing, though. He was, yeah. That was the best he's looked. Yeah, like, striking-wise, too, dude. And Vicente Luque
0: versus Derek Krantz. That was a good fight. Derek Krantz, like, took that fight on short notice. Was doing really well. Yeah. And then he just got... Outclassed.
1: I think I like what he did because I think if you get called in for a short notice fight like that, I think that's what you have to do. You have to go on crazy and put on the show. You know, you can't just go and try to pull out a win from like grappling or something. No, but
0: Unless you no, that's I disagree with that. You don't have to go out there like a maniac. And yeah, then, but
1: this is how you get fans. No one's gonna be your fan if you just lay on somebody.
0: You could get the win though. The win's the most important thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree, but if the UFC sees that, are like, oh, this guy's exciting. We gotta find somebody else who's exciting for him to fight. Maybe. May, yeah, unless he
0: loses again, then he's done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Megan Anderson, I don't know what happened there. That was
1: tough, man. Felicia
0: Spencer, I, I don't know anything about Felicia Spencer. I know she was the evicted champion. Mm-hmm. I had Megan Anderson, and I was like, this is going to be a mismatch the other way. Yeah. Felicia just took her
1: down and just, just beat her yep. quickly. Yep. Good for Felicia Spencer. Yeah, man. Fuck. I said I like Megan Anderson too, dude. I, I think she's kind of hot. She is hot. She's
0: got this tall, like, tattooed. Mm-hmm. She looks like she'd be crazy, though. She wouldn't smile the entire date.
1: Yeah. And then
0: you would not think she liked you.
1: Yeah. Well, I know she likes video games. She's kind of a nerd. Um, oh. I think I'd be intimidated by her in person because, you know, she, I know she's like, what, six foot one or something like that. You yeah. know, I'm very intimidated by tall girls like that. Are you really? Yeah. You're tall. I mean, I'm not that tall. I'm only six, like, two or something like that. But oh, Well, imagine me. I dating mean, her I'm like 4'11 uh,
0: Ian Heinish Yeah My dude. man <laughs> you, It's going to be hard To beat a guy That has been to prison In the Canary Islands Yeah For putting Bags of coke up his asshole Yeah uh, Or swallowing them And then take I mean this dude's a monster Yeah
1: dude I was uh, very impressed
0: Because the first round Was rough for him Yeah And then he came back And he just He won Yeah
1: Good I for was him. very impressed. I was worried because you know Carlos Junior. He's, he's so freaking. He's so good at grappling. He's a BJJ world champion, dude. It's just he beat Gary Tonin. Yeah, by a flying triangle, dude. <laughs> he beat Gary Tonin by a flying triangle. He's so good, and you can tell that's like what he was like trying to go for that entire fight. He was just holding on to him for a majority of the rounds, and so much, so much respect for Ian in that fight, dude.
0: And then we got to figure out um, Kevin Lee. What's going on with Kevin Lee? He moved
1: up to 170, didn't work out.
0: Well, it just seemed like he was gassing out at 55, Mm -hmm. and then he gassed out at 170. Yeah. So he's got to figure out, either go to a nutritionist or some kind of a conditioning coach because he's such a good fighter. Yeah. I mean, he's got everything. He's got the striking and the wrestling and the grappling. But something is off. He's gassing out in the third round. I mean the way he lost seemed like he went for a takedown and just kind of, his body just gave out. Yeah. He, he wasn't really hurt. I'm sure he was hurt throughout the fight, but he was, wasn't, it wasn't like he got like rocked and knocked down. He just, he kind of quit. His body mm. kind of quit. Yeah. And that's happened before. And I can tell you, the guy has heart. It's not like he doesn't have heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the Iaquinta fight and other fights, he doesn't stop. Mm. So his body's not reacting to how it should in his fights and He's got to figure out how to change that,
1: right, dude? Because this is two in a row. Yeah, no, this is three in a row, right? Because he lost to Tony Ferguson,
0: but then he came back and he beat uh, what's his name? Um, crazy
1: kick guy. Uh, he beat. Oh, uh, I thought this is his third loss in a row.
0: No, he beat uh, what's his name? The guy with the, you know, what I'm talking about. Um, I think was. I think it's two in a row. Uh, let me let me we let me try check. to find his
1: record. Let me think of who he fought. Man, I feel like all this stuff is like fresh in my head before we start the podcast and then right when we start, like all my MMA information just leaves my brain. That happens, bro.
0: That happens.
1: But yeah, Kevin Lee, I mean, he's right there. He beat Chiesa.
0: He beat Chiesa and he he beat uh, he's 17 and 5. He lost Oh, he beat he beat Barboza. Crazy kick guy, that's what I'm about. He beat oh, Barboza, yeah, yeah. But he lost to Tony Ferguson before that. He he won he won 5 in a row. What was his last fight?
1: He, well, he, oh, yeah, uh, Al Ayacuinta.
0: He lost to Leonardo de Santos, beat Efren Escudero, beat Jake Matthews, beat Magomed, Masta something. He beat Fernando Trinaldo, Francisco Tornaldo, he beat Chiesa, lost to Ferguson, beat Barbosa, lost to Al Quinta, lost to Dos Años. So he's lost to three guys in a row. Uh, I mean, three out of four. Yeah. Like Ferguson, Dos Años, and Al Quinta. I mean, he's losing to the best guys. Yeah. But it's just something's going on. He's just not. Is it, I don't know if it's a pacing thing
1: or, or what. I don't know, man. I think it's just that wrestling style is just so exhausting. Maybe he should just, just try to work on just his stand-up maybe. And maybe, I don't know. I mean, I, have, I don't know what the hell to tell him. Does he switch camps and go to? A lot of
0: people are saying he should switch camps.
1: Where does he even train at? He trains, trains at, in Vegas? Uh,
0: Extreme Couture. And I think with Dewey, um, this guy Dewey, who's really, really good.
1: Um, Gurley, good striking coach. But, yeah, maybe a new camp wouldn't be the maybe worst. Maybe go like, Colorado or something. You get that high altitude, you know? That
0: would be a brilliant idea.
1: You know, yeah, something like that.
0: Or even, like, an ATT uh, would yeah. be good for him just to get different looks. Yeah. Because something's not clicking. He even said it after the fight. You, you could watch the interview with him. He's like, I don't know what happened. You know, I was right there. Mm-hmm. and I don't know. He doesn't talk to me anymore. I don't know what
1: happened. He got mad at me or something. But uh, Life goes on, man. But props to RDA, dude. You beat one of the top contenders in the 155 division, even though you're at 170 now, you know.
0: Yeah, and RDA was kind of going through a win-loss, win-loss, yeah. win-loss. Yeah. So good for RDA. I think
1: he's finally getting his groove in 170 because he also came out and said that when he first moved up to 170, he was having, uh, uh, you know, cardio issues when he was fighting. So maybe it's just a process. You got to stick, go. You're in a new weight class. You got to get used to how your body reacts to different things and how your body evolves and trains and, you know, lasts out a fight. Yeah. You know. By the way, if you guys are hearing like pounding in the background, it's because Adam's neighbors are re-roofing their house. <laughs> I feel like no matter where you live, there's always construction going on, like I right know, outside your windows. I
0: know, I know. So sorry, it's not that going to be that distracting. No, no,
1: I don't, I don't think it's not really picking it up that much, but just in case people are. So PFL, you know. which is where many people should be
0: um, this week, PFL Thursday, May 23rd, Lance Palmer, who won a million dollars last year, is not gonna win another million, possibly, wow. against Alex Gilpin. Uh, and so I don't know much about Alex Gilpin, I know about Lance Palmer, I guess he's on the contender series. Alex Gilpin, uh, good fighter, 12 and one. I mean, you can't be 12 and one without uh, unless you're one of the guys that Greg Hardy fights, who somehow was nine and one. <laughs> um, Nate Andrews, who's 15 and one, is figuring on Chris Wade, another great fighter from Long Island. Yeah, my man, Chris Wade. Uh, Andre Harrison, 20 and one. His only loss is to Lance Palmer. Great wrestler. Wow. He's fighting Peter Patisse. Ranjan Nijim, who they called Stripper and Ramsey, because back in the Ultimate Fighter House, he was stripping all the time. Oh my God. Taking on Hani Torres, another UFC guy. Uh, Carlos Silva versus Ahmed Alev. I don't really know those guys. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of them. Nathan Schultz, really good fighter from Brazil, taking on Bao Ying Kang. Nice. Jeremy Kennedy, 1301 fighter, uh, was in the UFC. Taking on Alexandra Bezera, another good fighter. I don't know much about him though. Damon Jackson, 16 and 2, also good. Uh, and Steven Salas fighting. So they're all competing. Uh, this is like the preseason to get into the tournament. Okay. Solid guys. Cool. All solid. This is uh, weekend? This is this Thursday. Thursday. Sage Northcutt got knocked out quick, less than 30 seconds. Yeah. I don't know what 1FC is thinking putting him against that guy. World kickboxing. Sage is only, I mean, if they want to build stars don't put him up against a guy who's got better kickboxing than him. Yeah. And that was just, I mean, but then again, a wrestler might just take him down and hold him. But man, right now the UFC guys are not really, I mean, uh, Demetrius Johnson's looking good Yeah. in one FC, but Eddie Alvarez just got shellacked in one round and now yep. saves Northcutt. It's like,
1: Man, I think he also has like a multiple fractures in his face. Did You see his Instagram picture. Where he's like in some like some rich white person like hospital facility. Has like all this shit hooked up to him. He looks like Bane from Batman. <laughs> it's like, damn, dude. He still has a creepy smile on his face.
0: Yeah, I mean, wow, that was rough. That was hard to watch. Yeah, that was hard. To, it seems like a lot of karate guys with their hands low. It's catching up to them. Mm-hmm. MVP says Northcut might want to keep your hands up when you're fighting. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. What do I, know? I you know? I'm sure it's Adrian kicked shit out of me. <laughs> but Gary Tonin also looked awesome in that yeah. rolling knee bar. Uh-huh. That was awesome. Good for Gary Tonin. Yeah, dude. He's like 5-0 oh now or something like that. Yeah, and he's doing it right. He's on the undercard. He's not asking for like the best. He's just getting better. What's up, people? It's another huge month in sports across the NBA and NCAA. There's only one place to get in all the action. That's betonline.ag. Support our podcast by going to www.clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% sign up bonus. That's CLNS50. BetOnline.ag is your online sports book experts. This week, the Golden State Warriors are taking on the Portland Trailblazers and the Milwaukee Bucks are taking on the Toronto Raptors. And with plenty of excitement and drama happening on and off the court, you don't want to be left on the sidelines. Go where the action is at betonline.ag. Go there now. Yes, go where the action is because CLNS Media and BOL are offering you a 50% sign-on bonus. That's 50% by signing up at clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and using our code. CLNS 50 with your first deposit. Yes. Go to clnsmedia.com forward slash winning. Use promo code CLNS 50 for your 50% sign-on bonus today. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Uh, this week in the um, LFA, Jaleel Willis, I know him. He's 9-2. and two. I think he's out of Arizona. Uh, that's the only guy I really know out of that. Uh, and then... Um, who else is fighting, uh, this week, uh, next week, uh, next week in, um, UFC, Gustafson versus Smith. That's not this week, but next week. Yeah. July 1st, June 1st. Okay. Uh, I like Anthony Smith in this one. You do? This is like the battle of the John Jones guys. that Jones fucked up. The the Uh, Jonerettes. Yeah. I like Anthony Smith in this one.
1: I do too I always want him to win man but I also like I really like Gus But Gus looks so bad in his fight against Jones though I think they both looked really bad against Jones
0: at just didn't look that bad
1: I mean he could have I feel like he, he could have done so much more than just yeah. be super super defensive and you know he hyped up his game plan he's like I'm gonna go in his face when he just like turtled up on the floor it's like damn it I know you're so much better than this Anthony he so, didn't turtle up on the floor remember when he was like sitting on the floor and he was holding like he has like a wrist <laughs> control on Jones for like the entire round I don't know he, looked, he did better than Volkan, I mean yeah. then Augustusson, Also, Volkan's fighting
0: uh, Alir Latifi. That guy looks like the bad guy in every like bad 80s karate movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like four feet tall, like four, 600 just, pounds. Oh
0: my God. Him versus Volkan. Yeah. I don't know. Volkan was looking like a world beater when he was knocking everyone in 10 seconds. Remember against Jimmy Manoa and this one? And then Cormier just kind of ruined him. And he, he just was,
1: fought Dominic Reyes. He lost the decision, right? But people say he he should have got the nod. Then Anthony Smith won. tapped him out, too.
0: Yeah. I don't know if he beats Latifi. I think Volkan wins. I don't know. Ustamir, um,
1: if he, he loses, it's by getting out-wrestled. Don't forget,
0: this is all in Sweden, so... Gustafson's gonna be a hero there. Oh shit! But that could be good or bad. Sometimes that works against you. Yeah. You gotta give everyone tickets. Uh, too many people are cheering for you. Yeah. Jimmy Mano was also fighting Alexander Rakic.
1: Do these guys all fight on the same <laughs> card? I feel like they always are fighting on the same exact card, dude. <laughs> they are. What the hell? And then
0: Makwan Amir Khani. Oh, nice. He's the guy that got the blowjob on the podcast. Yeah,
1: classic MMA roasted moment. Yes,
0: he was doing the interview, having a girl below him. Yeah. And you could hear the slurping if you want to go back and listen to it. Um, Yeah, so he's fighting Chris Fishgold. Don't know who that is, but uh, the guy looks pretty good. Uh, Christos Yagos trains over with Alan and those guys. Mm -hmm. Taking on Damir Hadzovic. Uh, Songbin Zhou from China. Taking on Daniel Tamor. Tanya Avenger's on this card. Oh, shit. Who's yes. she fighting? Lena Landsberg. Oh, shit. The elbow queen. Yeah. Tanya should that's, win this fight. That's a good fight. Come on, Tanya. Come on, Tanya. Come on, Tanya. Please. Please, Tanya. Come on. Wrestle. Don't strike. Wrestle with this, uh,
1: wrestle with this girl. Lena Landsberg is also a girl who always gets her face fucked up in every single fight. Like, her face <laughs> is always bloodied up and swollen. So, I know it's going to be a good fight. She's pretty good, though. She is really good. She beat Gina Danger. Yeah,
0: she beat a lot of girls. Yeah,
1: she's good, man.
0: Uh, Nick Hine, who's like a, a sitcom star in Germany, <laughs> taking on Frank Camacho. Camacho oh just God. goes out for the kill. Both of these guys should be a good fight. Uh, Devin Clark didn't he just fight Allen?
1: Devin Clark It sounds familiar. Is
0: the guy that Allen fought that Allen should have won? And it was it his was... last fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking on Darko Stosik. Uh, yeah, so that's going on in the UFC. Uh, and then Ryzen, on that same night, Ryzen, genuine free, Invicta Champion. The girl's like a rocket scientist. Really? Yeah, she's a fucking badass, ripped, hot. Wow, Half dude. Asian, beautiful. Wow. Taking on Akaya Hamasaki. I Don't know who that is, but uh, I think she's good. She's 17 and 2. So this should be a good fight. Um, and then uh, Jake Hune, who's always, like, loses in like crazy fashion, but mm-hmm. 12 and 9, but he's fighting on Rogue <laughs> Martinez. Darren Kruschenk, that's, an, that's another guy who like, good fighter, F- loses to guys I don't think he should lose to. He's taking on Tofik Masayev, uh, but that's going to rise in. I'm going to watch that because for the, for the Gen U mm-hmm. And then PFL uh, that week, uh, Satoshi Ishii, you know that is, right? No. Ishii was like a Olympian uh, wrestler, uh, I think he was like a gold medalist. Taking on Felipe Leans, who's a badass uh, fighter. That should be a good fight. That's, and Jordan Johnson, who's 10-0. UFC cut a guy that was 10-0, or he left the UFC. Wow. Great wrestler from Iowa. I think he might win the whole thing. I honestly do. Why did he leave? I think, that, I think he wasn't being promoted and money and uh. all kinds of shit. But he's really good. And uh, also on that card, Alex Nicholson. You know, that's what's-name's friend. Mike Perry's friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's taking on Francis Marbaroso. On the other card, cool. Vinny Magalish has taken on uh, a Maliana Sword Eye. Vinnie, I was hoping Vinny would win that, win that million dollars.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought he was going to win, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, me too. And then Invicta, June 7th, Deanna Bennett. We've had her on the show. Yeah, She's just recently. Goofy, hot, uh, sexy, but in like a weird way. <laughs> and she just has that like fun... like. I don't, if, even if I was single, I wouldn't date her because... Uh-huh. like. She's just too cool. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fuck things up with her. She's definitely girlfriend material. Yeah, girlfriend or nothing. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to like if a girl's really cool and like fun and hot, but you know that you're just not that into her. Not that I wouldn't be into her, but like you just don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. Some guys do that. They're like, "Fuck it, I want to get laid.
1: I got what I wanted." But it's crazy how sex can ruin a relationship or just make things severely awkward. It always does. Yeah.
0: And and there's always somebody saying it's not going to. Somebody's always one person, like, oh, it's not gonna, oh, we could still be friends. We still, you're not gonna be cool with the person.
1: Like a few semesters in college, a few semesters ago in college, you know, I banged two of my classmates while we we're like all in, like, still in the same class. And yeah. it was just, it was like a cloud of awkwardness, you really? know. Really? Like, you can tell they're talking about my little dick to each other. And, no. You know, no, I mean, that's just what my brain tells me, you know, <laughs> anxiety and, you know, fear. You never put yourself in that situation, but you should probably do it at least once for the story. Sometimes the it's
0: crazy when, like, I'll be with my wife. We'll meet a girl that like, I slept with, but I'm not going to tell her. Yeah.
1: Like, what's the point? Eskimo sisters, dude. Is that what they You're Eskimo sisters, right? I guess. You're yeah. Eskimo brothers. Yeah, that's a good point. I had a girl, I, one of the wizards I met when I was working at uh, Wizard World, Harry Potter World. Um, I went to her house. I think I told this story before. I went to her house just after work one day just to hang out, and her roommate was like, he looked at me and was like, yo, Eskimo brothers? And I was like, what? I didn't even know what that meant, and then later on I googled it. I found out that that means like two dudes have uh, fucked the same girl. Of course, yeah. So I was like, "What am I doing with my life, dude?" And why would you say that to just some random dude who's like in your house?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, though, June eighth is a good good card.
0: Uh, I can't. Morass. Oh Chicago. shit!
1: Dude, I'm pumped for this. It... This is uh, um, also UFC two thirty eight. Cowboy versus Ferguson is on this card, right? Yes. Cowboy oh my Ferguson.
0: Oh, God. Dude. Jessica I versus Chevchenko. Jessica's going to pull it off. This is this for the title? Yes. Wow. My girl's going to do it. She's going to do it. I, it. I believe in her.
1: Let's put some money on her, Do I bet she's going to be a big underdog.
0: Yeah, she will be. I know. Uh, she's hot. She's fun. She's cool. Mm-hmm. She's looking good. Jimmy Rivera versus Peter, Petra Yan.
1: Peter Yan. Yeah, Peter yeah, Yan. Yeah, that guy's been
0: killing it. Yeah, dude. Um, also, Ty Tabusa. Oh, Ty. Against, didn't he lose? He's from
1: Australia. He's like the Australian dude, like the big, like, yeah, thick he, dude. Like he a, just lost to like Junior Dos Santos. Or yeah, something he did.
0: Like that. Uh, Nina Ansaros versus Tatiana Suarez. That's a good fight, dude. Ta- uh, no one's beating Tatiana. I'm sorry. Alzheimer's Sterling versus Pedro Munoz.
1: That's also a good fight. Pedro Damn, dude. Out Cody, right? Yeah, I just knocked out Cody in the brawl. Um, but also, Al Jermaine, he just beat um, Jimmy Rivera. So this is a good fight.
0: Yeah, and he's on the undercard. Jimmy's on the main card. It's weird. What the fuck? Uh, Carolina Kovacek versus Alessa Grasso. Uh, it's a good fight. Uh, and then um, Joanne
1: Calderwood versus Caitlin Chukagan. The okay. whole card's good. Uh, that is a really good card. Who you got yes. in the main event?
0: In uh, the main event, which is...
1: Sejudo uh, uh, Morais. Really?
0: I think I don't know. Marais has been running through everybody.
1: Yeah, but fast too.
0: Smart. He's not gonna get into a slugging match with him, and I don't think that Marais can stop his wrestling.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think I got I got Marais in that fight, dude. So doesn't
0: want to stop. Cerruto really likes being champion, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I just. He's one of those dudes that like. Rises to the level of his opponents, mm-hmm. which is bad <laughs> when he's fighting no. shitty opponents or guys that aren't that good. Because you're like, this isn't that good. But I think that he's gonna look at how good he looked against Demetrius Johnson.
1: Yeah, dude. And look how good he looked against T.J. Dillashaw.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think that he's going to keep getting better.
1: I'm such a huge fan of Mariah though. He's like such like this little sweetheart of a dude, and he's like shredded and jacked. He's like, he looks like a free, the Avatar cartoon dude. I just, I love him. Hello, is this Chris Curtis?
0: Hey, I can hear you now. Hey, how's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Hey, what's uh, hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? I'm here, you're here with me and the wean Dog. Yo. Uh, what's going on with you? Nothing, man. I'm in the gym right now, hanging out. Uh, it's a network, but the way the team practice to start doing nothing. Trying to be less fat. Nice. Where? What? Uh, what? What, what gym do you go to? What? Where, where do you train out of? Uh, Syndicate MMA out here in Vegas. Oh, there you go. Nice, man. By the way, I, I, I looked at your stats, man. You might be the most underrated, under the radar fighter in the in fighting today.
2: Dude, it's funny, man.
0: Everybody says I suck because I beat them up, and they're like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, you've won seven. Yeah, you've won seven fights in a row. One, two, three, four, eight. Five. Eight fights in a row. Yeah, your... it should be like eleven because then the Sean Burrell loss is complete bullshit, and he knows it. But uh, you know, it's whatever. Officially, it's eight. Whatever. And you're beating good guys, man. So you're 21 and five, and five 10 knockouts, one submission, and ten decisions. You gotta work on your uh, submissions. Um, but I just prefer to hit people. <laughs> yeah, and you've only been finished once. Uh, you've lost four decisions. So probably some of those decisions were actually probably bullshit too.
2: Yeah, it just uh, it's like the the Burrell decision was one. They were out, beat the hell out of him. And uh, no one in the world
0: understood how I lost that fight. But, you know, New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. So now so you've won eight in a row. You're killing it. What, uh, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, are you on Dana's radar? Are you on Bellator's radar? PFL? Well, I'm in, P- I'm a, I'm in the PFL tournament right now. So, of course you are. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, finally. It's, it's, it's about time. Yeah, uh, right? So. Yeah, Through the UFC, man. I don't care anymore. I can kick rock. So, how do you think as far as uh, your chances? Have you been counting the million dollars yet, or what? Man, I'm sitting here like I've already got like spreadsheets of what I'm buying. It's gonna be glorious. That's awesome.
1: It's
2: it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious. I can't wait. So I get to be. I mean, I'm gonna be a millionaire by the end of the year. So you know, like hell, like.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm fucking gonna be a millionaire. Like, all right, this is gonna be cool. That's gonna be amazing. Uh, how many fights do you have to win to to uh, to win a million dollars? Um, I think it's five fights,
2: maybe six total. Uh, but so I think I'm like either like four or five away
0: at this point. Damn, that's awesome. That that's crazy. Five fights away from winning. And you've been fighting for a long time, man. Where did you grow up? Uh, born and raised Cincinnati, Ohio, man. So I grew up out there. And, uh,
2: you know, as I got older, I started bouncing around, moving around. I started fighting and fighting's taking me everywhere. Like, so, you know, I've been like, uh, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, like Florida, uh, believe on the West coast the last few years. So now I'm in Vegas.
0: What, now, what was your background? Did you wrestle in high school or college or jujitsu or karate or boxing? Nah, dude, I, I had originally started with, like, everybody, like, like, with karate when I
2: was, like, six. Didn't stick with it. Then uh, middle school, I started boxing. And I really liked boxing, but I didn't stick with that either because I don't stick with things, apparently, in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't stick with boxing. Uh, Midway through high school, I stopped. And then uh, when I started fighting again, I picked it back up. And, you know, I've always loved boxing. Boxing's always been, like, the most interesting thing in the world to me. So it's still my first love. But, uh, you know, I uh, joined the MMA gym because I didn't where I was staying. It was MMA gym, though, so I joined that, and here I am. But I've always uh, always been a boxing fan at heart. So
0: so how old were you when you walk, walked into an MMA gym in o- Ohio? Uh, 18,
2: 19.
0: Wow, so you got a pretty late start.
2: My uh, Yeah, my, my, my old, well, I mean, because uh, to yeah, remember. When I started MMA, like, 10, 11 years ago, that was normal. And now you've got kids doing it. Like, there were no kids in MMA gyms when I started. Like, there weren't. Like, I think the youngest guy we'd seen was uh, my buddy Ethan. When he came in, he was, like, 15, 16 training. And we're like, that's insane. And now you've got kids, you know. I've seen kids as young as 10 training. So, when I started, it was normal. But, like, towards, uh, you, know, 10 years, you know, fast forward 10 years, you got freaking – Kids that can barely have their shoes in a gym, spa, hitting bits and working on techniques. So, time flies. When did you have your
0: first pro fight? Uh,
2: 2009? July 2009.
0: Wow. So, that was about... I think. So, that was like right after you started training.
2: Yeah. I started training about oh seven, I think. End of oh seven. Uh... Yeah, it was yeah, it's the same year my son was born, so end of 07, uh October, I believe, was my first amateur fight. Wow, so you just had October a son. 07. And, and you had then a son. uh first fight was
0: what did you say? So you had a son, were you were you married at the time or a girlfriend? No, my my
2: uh my girlfriend and uh yeah, my <laughs> it's funny. My, my yeah, my son was born uh, October second. I think my first fight was like uh, the sixteenth of October or something like that. Wow! That week, so yeah, we had like my my baby's going there in the front row, like watching my first fight. It was great.
0: Oh my god! Now, did your girlfriend tell you like, listen, uh, you got to spend more time making money? This is a bad hobby. What are you doing? You should be, you know, getting nah, a job.
2: No, oh, my ex. Now she actually just got engaged, which is really cool. But uh, nah, uh, like my son's mom was. Probably the most supportive person I've ever met my entire life. Even to this day, she's still one of my biggest fans, one of my biggest supporters. Like you know, uh, she was always one hundred percent behind me, like everything. Like you know, if, uh, we needed. You know, she kind of put everything on her shoulders when we were younger, and she ran with it. Oh, nice. Now, nice. But I still want to succeed because, like you know, I do want to take care of my son, and I want to repay her for like. She's had unwavering belief in me and like since day one. Here we are 11 years later, and she's still just like my biggest fan. I talk to her every day. She's like my best friend still.
0: Wait, oh, that's good. Well, do, you, do you have a girlfriend now or a wife?
2: Uh, I have a girlfriend now. Like, I, in, I have a girlfriend now. I was engaged after my son's mom, and that actually came to an end uh, beginning of this year. <laughs> so I'm dating somebody else now, but uh, I was engaged for like six years. Uh, about, about three, you know, three. Uh, we're dating for seven years, been engaged for three years, and, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, life moves on.
0: And your girlfriend's but, cool with uh, you talking mom, to your, <laughs> your girlfriend's cool. You talking to your ex every day because my girlfriend would not be cool with that. She'd be bitching at me and no, how.
2: no, my, No, so. nah, mom is like. You know, I mean, I've told every like so after me and my son's mom broke up, I got with the uh, my high school sweetheart, actually my freaking middle school sweetheart, and we got back together. She was rather aware of the situation to where, like, you know, they weren't really fond of each other at first, but they became pretty close. You know, our kids have grown up together. Aww. And uh my ex's, my ex's daughter treats me. You know, her daughter treats my brother. I still met the older brother. Like She calls him her brother. And uh even though we recently broke up, you know, she still hangs out with my son. They're still really close. And my parent-girlfriend, she's accepted. Like, you know, like, Stephanie's been there my entire life. Even uh, I started fighting. When I was going through things with my ex and everything, she's been, like, my best friend forever. And uh, she actually just got engaged on Mother's Day. Mm. So I'm excited for her there. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm going to fly home. I'm going to have her wedding and everything. But it, 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 like we're, I got a weird family, man, but
0: it works. Well, hey, man, it works. That's, that's all that matters. It works. And plus, if it goes bad, you could just be, like, point to John Wood and be like, well, at least I'm not that guy. I mean, that guy, <laughs> John Wood's way more dysfunctional <laughs> than you are. So...
2: John Wood is a character in a hat if you guys don't know john wood, there's no there's no quicker version of John wood you can give that would do the justice of being oh. sandy is John wood. he is an interesting guy.
0: He, he always gets the most beautiful hot train wreck girls, and then he's a train wreck it's, so
2: it's his... yeah he's like yeah he's like dating he was dating Jenna jameson he was dating uh, the freaking first UFC room dude. Yeah. Dude's got a crazy life. Yeah. Now he's like, you know, he's dating JoJo. I'm like, Dude's got a really crazy life. I'm like, I don't know why you look like a rock star, but power to you, man.
0: Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. But is he your trainer?
2: Yeah, yeah. John's my head coach, man. It's been great. Like, uh, I met him a few times. I was out here training in Vegas, just digging around. And I uh, made the move out here. And, uh, you know, I just really, really clicked with John, man. Like, he's a really good dude, funny dude. He's really knowledgeable. He's one of those guys... Uh, like, you know, I'm I'm 31. I'm, like, 25 fights, 26 fights into my career. You're not going to remake me into a different fighter. And a lot of coaches, you know, want you to, like, fold, like, kind of go into this mold. And I promise myself being coachable, but, like, I have habits at this point that they are who I am. But John's one of those coaches who's like, okay, you know, we're not going to rebuild you from ground zero. We're just going to tweak and add and do different things. And, you know, we've just gotten along great. Uh, my last fight, a few weeks ago, last week was uh, my first fight during John. And it was probably one of my best performances I've ever had, man. Like everything felt great. Everything went smooth. Like it was, it's been a great experience, man. So it's definitely a really, really, really talented head coach.
0: That's great. Well, I mean, you beat, you beat Andre Falajo, who, who, uh, is a good fighter. The guy was 10 and one when you fought him and he, he's beating some good guys and you made it look easy, man.
2: I mean, he's a, he's a strong dude. He's young, man. He's tough, but, uh, I always tell guys, being tough isn't the best, uh, stat to have. That shouldn't be your primary stat. I mean, he's young. He's a puncher. He's definitely going to go far. He's, you know, he's only 24. He's got time. But, uh, at this point, I'm 31 in, I'm 31 years old, man. I'm like 12 years into this sport and I've just got way too much experience, way too much knowledge. And, uh, on top of that, there's nobody in this sport that can outbox me. It's just not going to happen. Like no, there's, there's no welterweight that's going to outbox me. There's no way middleweight lightweights coming out boxing me. Mean, he tried to make it a boxing match, and that was something that's just not going to happen.
0: Now, why, now you were on the uh, contender. You knocked out Sean Lally with a hook kick and punches, and you didn't get the contract. Did that crush you?
2: I was like, I was like, I'm retired. Fuck this, I'm done, man. Like I was just, it was. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I went out there. Uh, I broke my hand in the first round of that fight. Like the first minute and a half I broke I broke my left hand and then the shit like what the week and a half before that fight I tore my groin. So I'm in there with a the torn groin and then I immediately break my hand so like everything's going to hell. And i you know, I still fight, I go in there, I do my job and I do it well. I thought have to, have to Sean, I love Sean. He's a friend of mine and we're we friends now. I love the dude. I wanna go out there and some train together. But you know, I did everything I was supposed to do and I made it look like I made it look good. With a broken hand, a torn groin, knocked him out, and then you still snubbed me. Like, really?
0: Yeah, what true. do I
2: have to do? And I was just, it, it crushed me, man. That's been my goal pretty much my dream. It to be a UFC guy. And I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, what's the point, man? And then this came up, and I'm like, you know what? Like, Dan White doesn't get to decide the rest of my career. Like, he doesn't. Like, that's not his place. That's not his right. He doesn't to choose when my career is over. So I was like, you know, fuck the UFC. I'll go make my fortune elsewhere. And, it's kind of cool because, uh, you know, you look online, the internet knows who I am. Like, I'm regarded as, like, a, you know, the preeminent UFC snub. And, uh, like, it's just cool because the internet knows who I am. The internet thinks I'm great. And no one in the world can really understand, like, why I haven't given the shot I deserve. But the PFL stepped up, they gave me the shot, and now I get to be a millionaire. So love it. fuck your starting UFC contract. <laughs>
0: I love it, man. I love your attitude. Uh, I love your desire, and I uh, can't wait to see you fight. So when, um, again, who are you fighting next?
2: Uh, I can't announce it yet. We found out last week, but I'm not allowed to announce it yet. They want to do the official announcements. I'm assuming probably this week. But uh, it'll be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an uh, interesting one. And uh, I think people are going to be like, whoa, that's huge. But uh, that's July 11th.
0: July 11th. Okay, and where can people follow you?
2: Hey, you guys can follow me always on Facebook, uh, Chris Curtis. Man, my Facebook is uh, pretty lively. I'm a, I'm a prolific troll, so there's always some fun stuff to read on man. Uh You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ActionMan513.
0: ActionMan500. Thanks a lot, man. Well, take care and uh, have a good week. Thank you guys for having me, man. Have a good one. Hope you're from you again. All right. Thank you. Take care. Later, well, guys. Bye.
1: Nice. Uh, yeah, good guy. Yeah, I like a dude who uh who owns the troll persona. <laughs> you know,
0: it's a good guy, man. There's a guy that's like he, he was almost gonna be done. He's, I mean, he's almost, almost wow. done
1: fighting and actually won a million bucks. I mean, can you imagine fighting with a torn groin, a broken hand, and then you knock some dude out and you still don't get the contract? No, it's I unbelievable. Mean, it sounds dude. like my comedy career,
0: <laughs> so uh, but yeah, no, I'm happy for him, yeah, super, dude,
1: super happy for him. So where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Dog, And you can listen to my podcast, The No Big Deal Podcast. It's also an MMA podcast. Uh, We're dropping an episode this week, and that's it, dude.
0: I will be at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club uh, the 23rd to 26th of May. Also May 22nd at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. I'm at the Dime Bar every Tuesday night. The Abbey Casino in Laughlin, June 6th. Uh, The Ice House, June 8th. Um, The Comedy Cave in Calgary, June 11th to the 16th. Minnesota House of Comedy, June 19th to the 23rd. Stratosphere, July 1st to the 7th. Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, July 18th to the 21st. San Jose Theater, July 26th with Russell Peters. MGM Harbor in Maryland with Russell Peters, August August 17th. And the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas, August 21st to the 24th. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first and click on the Amazon batter. Then uh, order whatever you want. And uh, take care, guys. Bye-bye.